Well, every shoebox is an opportunity to share the gospel. Every shoebox is an opportunity that that we have as Christians to take Jesus to a home that needs Jesus. And by doing that, we're becoming missionaries. We're becoming the hands and feet of Jesus here on earth. So every shoebox counts. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Well, hello and welcome to the First Priority Podcast. It is a wonderful fall moment in First Priority Land. Yes, it is. What's going on, Steve? Man, just living. Living, living the living, dream. Living, loving. It's all good. Uh, it is all good. Yep. Busy as all get out, but... This is Good a busy. full season in the first priority world. Yeah. What are your top three? I did not set you up for that question. Top but. three fullness. Yeah. Campus clubs launching. Yep. Uh, students getting connected back to either the club or the church mm -hmm. and spending time fundraising. Yeah. Nonstop. Nonstop. You got some new staffers, which we just heard of Jacob. Yeah. He's on there. I heard you snuck an interview in and made fun of me for a period of time. I haven't listened to it yet. I have recordings. Yeah, I heard. Uh-huh. Jacob down. Fortunately for me, they are still my boys. And so they give me all the details, even when you talk smack. Unfortunately, the good stuff got edited out because, oh. I mean, the mean stuff, yeah. whatever. Yeah, they edited all that stuff out. Why? I don't know. I don't know. They need to say it out loud to your face. Dang it. <laughs> Well, we're about we're about to uh, meet again, so there you go. They can well, say that's, it in my face. Actually, that's why Jacob didn't want to get fired. Yeah. So you can't fire me, but <laughs> I can't. You can't. I can start some rumors to dry, though. <laughs> hey now, hey now. <laughs> you give me the opportunity. I'll oh take it. <laughs> man, man, what do we got on the show today, Steve? Man, there's a lot of good stuff going on. You had a phenomenal discussion this past week. I did. Yeah. Yeah, we got uh, Vanessa with Operation Christmas Child on the show. Yep. We're looking forward to that. Yep. Excited uh, about that. This past week was See You at the Pole. Was. Pretty uh, pretty amazing stuff going on. I love to hear adults talk about how students are not passionate for the gospel, God's dead, things. Like, I just love that conversation. Right. All you got to do is have a day like this where students show up and plother and lead across the country. My guys have yep. been, uh, my guys are centered around Cincinnati. Middle Tennessee, mm -hmm. East Tennessee. Those are the yep. crews that I get to serve mm -hmm. in leadership. And the the text feed that we keep together to encourage one another is just blowing up this morning. There are 70 students at schools. There are four students at schools. There yep. are schools that have never had a CEO poll before that showed up with 18 this morning, right? Yeah. Students of all from freshmen to seniors. Yep. Uh, that's what I met at the school that I went to this morning was all age groups, which is super cool. And I love it. One of the freshmen, I introduced myself and she's, we were talking about one of the seniors. She said, oh yeah, she's my favorite senior. So what are you talking about? She goes, she's, I'm a freshman. She's my favorite senior. She mm. has made me feel like I'm part of this campus on mm. every level. Love it. So yeah, pretty amazing morning across those three regions that I can talk about. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. And uh, yeah, last chance, other announcement, last chance to register for fall conference. Yeah, do you have a buzzer, a beeper, something that you can just hit a horn that says, hey, listen up, this is your last shot. If Aaron wants to edit one in, we can. Thank you, Aaron. Uh-huh. Here we go. It's next month, October 23, 24, 25, Nashville, Tennessee, Embassy Suites, Cool Springs. Um, and we got some fun stuff going on. So Yeah, and my, my thought about this, I asked you to set me up. My thought about national conference is this. 
and get ready. Mm-hmm. If you're coming to National Conference or you're thinking, I don't need to come to National Conference. I've heard everything I need to hear before. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know, conference isn't about you. Yeah. I hate to put it that bluntly, but if you're feeling like you shouldn't be here, yeah, you're missing an opportunity to exercise a gifting that you have that somebody who's coming to conference for first, second, third time, mm-hmm. right, may need. Yep. I look, man, you're 20. Yep. Right. Being a campus coach, being around. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't need to go to conference for any rah-rah. Yep. I go to conference because the Lord reinvigorates me because somebody says, Gosh, I've never thought about it that way. And I'm only in my third year. Yep. That's why I'm there. Yep. So for all of you out there that are either too cool or too busy, and, and I get all of it. We all are, right? Yep. I get it. But the opportunity for you to invest in somebody else is bigger than the opportunity for you to say, I've heard it all. It's an opportunity to be connected. Uh, Mark's going to talk about shepherding. And oh, so cool. to be shepherded while you're there, um, we're going to talk a little bit about fundraising, like you're talking about. Yep. we got some breakout sessions talking about this year's Epic, um, even all the way down to um, Tim Bargo is going to do a breakout session on where do you find good deals on things, T-shirts, printing, different stuff. Because I continue to hear people talk about, oh, yeah, I got my stuff over here and I got my stuff over there. Well, why don't we, while we're in the room, talk about yeah. where we get all our stuff so we can save a little money and that's great and be a good steward of the, the donations we got in. So, I mean, from shepherding to fundraising to stewardship, we're going to head down to Music Row in Nashville, get yeah. a little tour. Um, Some of us time. might disappear around the corner and play disc golf a little bit. If you're a disc golfer, bring your discs. That's not on the script, just so you know. It's no. not on the script. But I don't ready. know when you're going to do that. Get I guess you, you don't need to sleep from midnight to six. So I'm just telling you it's happening. Go for it. Just get ready. Bring your glow-in-the-dark discs. Don't worry, guys. We've got plans. <laughs> Sounds good. Have fun. <laughs> Welcome to my town. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's jump into your conversation today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm talking to Vanessa. I'm not going to steal her thunder, but exactly. Vanessa is a um, an ambassador for Operation Christmas Child. Mm. Um, I'm not going to steal her thunder, so let's listen in to the thing. And it's an honor uh, for me to be partnering with Operation Christmas Child. And at the end, we're going to talk about why I push this with first priority, because I think it's a great thing for our clubs, for our students, and uh, for the mission to go forward. So Let's go. Well, as Steve said, I am here today with Vanessa Mejia Hutchinson. Vanessa, welcome to the show today. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, uh, for our audience, obviously your new uh, face, a new voice for us. Uh, would you introduce yourself a moment? Tell everybody who you are, where you are, a little about your family and things of that nature. Yes. Um, my name is Vanessa Mejia Hutchinson. Um, I was born and raised in Honduras. And at the age of 10 years old, I received the shoebox gift from Operation Christmas Child. I am married and living in Oregon with my husband and our 16-month-old daughter. Wow. Wow. Very good. Very good. Uh, So you you came from Honduras. You got a a shoebox through Operation Christmas Child. What was your life like as a child uh, growing up in Honduras? It was very rough. Um, my parents were um, struggling a lot financially. It was hard for us to have money for things as school supplies and yeah. take to school. So I remember there being days in which we, my siblings and I would just stay home and not go to school because like I said before, um, if you don't have your school supplies, you didn't have lunch, you could not uh, you could not go to school 
and we were constantly being kicked out of um, class the days that we were able to make it because uh, we could not afford tuition also. So we were in the middle of all of this a test of our faith, I would say, um, struggling just for basic things. Yeah, right. That's got to be a a scary experience for you. It really was. Well, describe the shoebox experience that you had. And yeah, how old were you when you got the shoebox? And I was 10 when I got my shoebox. Um, And um, it was a confirmation of God's love because a few weeks before I received my shoebox, I was at school and my classmates were making fun of me because my socks had some holes on it. And mm. in a normal day, that wouldn't have been so devastating to me. But the night before that incident, my dad had talked to us and he had uh, tell us that Christmas was going to be a little bit different for us that year. Mm. Christmas a special season to us for you know so many reasons but mainly we will receive a present that day that was usually a pair of shoes or a nice outfit very rarely it was toys because toys was something that we did not need so any opportunity they had to give us something it was something that we would need um so he told us that it was going to be different uh there was no money for a present um and I remember also Christmas being the time of the year where our family would eat two whole chickens one night. We are six people, four, four kids, mom and dad. Um, and that was the one time of the year where we had two whole chickens. So it was like a big, big deal. So to hear that, yeah. you know, I'd be able to do this, it's going to look very different. And by very different, I knew that it was probably going to be... Um, a complete different meal, you know, yeah. rice and and probably some vegetables. And that was it. Um, so that happened the night before my classmates made fun of me. So that morning at school, it just it was devastating. And I remember going to the bathroom, um, crying and feeling hopeless. I sat on the ground and I cried and I prayed for socks. I know there were other things I could be praying for, yeah. but that morning I prayed for some money so my parents could get me new socks. Wow. Um, and I wish I could tell you that immediately there was an angel from heaven that descended with socks, but that's not what happened. Right. <laughs> um, and I, I actually forgot about that prayer until a couple of weeks later um, when they told us that church that they had a surprise for all of us children and um, they started handing out this green and red boxes and Mm. they gave me my box and um, they told me you can open this when you get home which you shouldn't do that to any child you don't give a child a present and tell the child open it when you get home right Um, but it is what it is (laughs) Um, so I got home, we sat and I remember going through my shoebox and there were all of these beautiful things that at one point or another I had, I had want, 
there were um, pencils, crayons, a hairbrush, a stuffy, lots of hair pretties, um, notebooks. And what stood out to me was the smell that the box had. I couldn't quite figure out what kind of smell it was. But now that I'm an adult, I can tell you it's the smell that new things have. Wow. Um, so when, when I, I, as, as I went going, as I went through all my shoebox, I remember lifting this notebook and underneath the notebook, there was a pair of socks. Wow. I had so many feelings right there. I was confused and scared and wondering, oh my goodness, who heard me talking yeah. or crying about my socks? And I asked my dad and he told me, well, um, Jesus sent you that present. See, it was back in 1998. We didn't have all the technology. So we knew probably nothing about the this ministry. Yep. Um, so when he told me that Jesus gave me my, my present, um, I completely believed that because it took me back to that morning where I was feeling hopeless, laying on the floor, praying mm. to Jesus for yeah. a pair. Wow. I'm assuming the pair of socks was your favorite item in the box. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's excellent. But I mean, the the school supplies too, what did the school supplies, that gave you some reassurance that you weren't going to get kicked out of school? How did that impact your life? It it made me feel special. Um I think for the first time in my life, I felt that that I was worth it. It's very hard to describe it because my parents always did, you know, they did the impossible for us to feel happy and to feel loved. And, and it was great. But receiving this shoebox filled with new things, it, it was a different experience. Um, mm -hmm. Every was designed made for for me for a girl it wasn't standard you know we had like those standard socks that were all white uh, or gray so the four of us could share or all of our pencils were the same in our household yeah. so you know felt chair but these items in the shoebox were different they were yeah. very special um and like i mentioned at some point or another i wanted them but i didn't ask because that was not a need. So I couldn't ask for a brand new um, stuffy when yeah. I know we only had half a loaf of bread for the next three days. There are things right. that were more. Um, yes. So receiving that meant to me meant a lot. It was mm. hope. It was joy. Um it was a confirmation that God does listen and yeah. he can anyone, he will use anyone to bless you um, yep. at any point of your life. Wow. 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 That's awesome. So, so cool. Such a good story. Um, yeah. <laughs> assuming, you know, fast forward to today, you and I are talking, but there's a lot that happened from 10 in 1998 to now. Um, I'm assuming you, you graduated from school. How did you come to the U.S. and and what's your journey look like? Um, I applied for a scholarship in 2014 here in Oregon, and um, 
we we are a hardworking family. Even after we were able to overcome those financial struggles, we didn't have that position. It was like a dream to to even say, "Oh, I want to go study to the United States." Um, rich people do that. Yeah, people us like you have like probably two percent chance. Wow. So for that, um, this was a conversation that my dad and I always had when I was little. He would always tell me. One day you will go to the United States and and you will get a degree and that's why you're learning English. And he mm. engraved that in my mind and in my heart so hard that I knew, okay, God will help us through this. And I started the process and thankfully he opened a door that seemed impossible mm. at Oregon University. And I went there in 20 from 2014 to 2016 i received my master's degree in curriculum and instruction and i was ready to keep you know further in my education and um enroll in my phd program and then god told me you have to go back to honduras for a season and i'm like Hmm. what (laughs) i don't want to go back right Um, but I did. I went back in um, that year. We host my parents' church hosted a missionary trip. Um, and um, we received a group of missionaries that were going to build my parents' church. Hmm. And one of the missionaries um, became my husband. Wow. <laughs> so we met down there. And um, yeah, it was, you know, God talking to us and and just showing us exactly um where he wanted us and anyway mm-hmm. every two years later wow, and congratulations thank you and um we moved back to oregon that's where i okay. live now. um and yeah i've been here for the last five years um okay we have I- a beautiful daughter now that's amazing that's such amazing it's so cool you never Yeah, many are the plans of a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. That's what comes to mind when you tell that story there. Going back to Honduras when you, yeah, have no idea why. That is so cool. Yes, it was guiding every step of the way. That's right. Amen to that. Amen to that. So how did you get connected back to Operation Christmas Child again? And uh, yeah, obviously been part of this call now today. (laughs) So in 2020, when COVID was at its worst in Honduras, I remember that my I received a call from my mom telling me we need to evacuate our house because there's a hurricane that's going to hit Honduras. And I'm like, on top of everything. So she left and then they came back. And two days later, she calls me again telling me we're leaving again because there's a second hurricane about to hit Honduras. So it was mm. within days. And we here in the States, I know that most of us felt that didn't know what was going to happen. So imagine that times a hundred in a in a country like Honduras, where um on a daily basis you struggle for so many things. Yeah. Um so she told me that the church was going to be used as a shelter for people in the community. Um, and 
I remember for some reason, I just, it just came back to my mind. I remember, oh my goodness, maybe I can do something so they can receive a shoebox, the kids from the church and the community. So I called Samaritan's Purse. Um, I'm crying, telling them the whole story. They're praying for me. They're telling me what to do. Hmm. And then and this amazing lady asked me, so how do you know about the shoebox project? And then I tell her, well, I received one. Um, so she told me, don't hang up. I'm going to transfer you to a different department. Uh -huh. So she did. <laughs> and then they're asking me all these questions because, you know, they have to verify that it's, um, it, 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 just, so it was a, a Samaritan's purse, yeah. um, Christmas child project. Yeah. So anyway, we, we could verify that it was um, an OCC a project, Shoebox. And um, so they asked me if I wanted to share my story. So in my mind, uh, I'm a scholar. Every time I've been asked to share something, it's through an article or, you know, mm -hmm. something that very simple, answering yeah. some questions. And then I say, yes, of course, I would love to. And then they tell me exactly what they mean by that. Um, I was like, oh, this is bigger than I thought. Um, so yeah. we started with my husband and since 2021, um, I've been a spokesperson for the ministry. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you for doing that. Uh, you're inspiring. Uh, I got to see your video online and hear your story now. Thank you for uh, following God to this place. It's very cool. <laughs> very cool. Source in so many ways that you don't expect it. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think uh, many of our students, so first priority clubs, I don't know how much you know about us, but we help uh, share Jesus in the United States through schools um, and just by the Christian students sharing the gospel with their friends. Um, and so, yeah, what would you say to them? Operation Christmas Child is going to be a, an option for these students to, you know, pack shoe boxes to collect materials in their schools and send them around the world wherever you know, Caitlin and her team has for us. So <laughs> what would you have to say to our listeners today to encourage them? Well, every shoebox is an opportunity to share the gospel. Every shoebox is an opportunity that that we have as Christians to take Jesus to a home that needs Jesus. And by doing that, we're becoming missionaries. We're becoming the hands and feet of Jesus here on earth. So every shoebox counts and the ministry looks in, it can look, it can be looking so many ways. You can be praying for the shoeboxes. You can be talking to your friends. You can be hosting packing parties. You can, there's so many ways to serve in this ministry and yeah. being in mind, like I said before, every shoebox is taking hope, taking Jesus to them. And mm. And we have heard so many testimonies of how through this shoebox gift, an entire family comes to, to the Lord. And those wow. are souls that we're winning for the kingdom of heaven. So that's that's the most important part. The items, they're amazing. Um, yeah. They bring joy, they bring happiness, but it's not about the items. It's about how Jesus reveals himself through these items. Mm. So... If if they have been packing shoeboxes, if they have ever um, contributed with anything in the ministry, thank you, thank you for doing that. And if they have, this is the 
perfect time. This is the year that God has designed for them to right. be a part of this ministry. Amen to that. Amen to that. Well, thank you very much, Vanessa, for sharing uh, with us today, sharing your life with us and being so open and vulnerable. We greatly appreciate you being here. You're welcome. And the glory is for God always. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Well, Brad, mm -hmm. that was a, you're right. That was a really good conversation. It's uh, it's amazing to see God move, right? Uh, Vanessa and I talking, um, yeah, she would have never guessed, right? Growing up, receiving a box, going to America, um, getting the opportunity to learn here, to attend university, yeah. um, and then to be back with Operation Christmas Child. And yeah, just all the little pieces there. It's just crazy. Watching crazy. all the coincidences that God does, <laughs> right? Right. Come together mm -hmm. so perfectly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Coincidences. Coincidences. Whatever. Well, and the thing I love about Operation Christmas Child, um, if you're not using the new ep newest Epic material this year, it's in the newest Epic material. We have some QR codes. We have some things. I want to encourage clubs to, to pack shoeboxes in October and November. So get on the new Epic stuff. I don't think we have it anywhere else right now, but get on First Party Dub Club slash Epic. Click on Foundations. In the front of there is some information on packing shoeboxes. And the reason is this. Um, it gives you gets you outside of the four walls of the of the club, classroom, yep. or the classroom, yep. wherever you exactly are. Right. Again, just like a church, we get into our four walls. The first party club can get into our four walls. But what that does, it says, hey, school, we want to pack shoeboxes for for kids who don't have anything. You heard Vanessa's story. Yeah. It's out there. But then when you collect all that stuff and you pack all those boxes, you can share the gospel for your invite week in November. I don't know. That's a great way to bring people in to say, hey, we're doing something outside of ourselves. Come join us. Let's pack some boxes. Let's do something tangible. And in the midst of that, sharing the gospel. And you heard Vanessa's story. That was the gospel going around the world. So not only are we sharing the gospel at our school by packing boxes and bringing people in who wouldn't normally maybe come into a first priority club to pack a shoebox, but then we are also sharing the gospel by sending those shoe boxes around the globe. Yeah, if you can't, because you're not watching, you're listening, I, my, I'm just nodding my head big time and just the biggest smile ever. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it hits all the notes, right? Yep. It, it gives students an opportunity to share the gospel with students that would never come into club. Yep. Students are looking for meaning yep. and they are looking to be globally profound, right? The global right. thing is a big discussion for them. So the yep. idea that you would say, hey, there are people that, have basic needs yep. that we can be part of, mm -hmm. come in and hear what the why gets to be the gospel at the very end, right? Mm -hmm. The what feeds the why. Yep. So it's such a great opportunity, man. We're gonna we're gonna jump all over it locally. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, if you have questions, email me. Um, yeah, I'm connected to Caitlin over in Operation Christmas Child. She's our partner. We we connect on a regular basis. Um, if you have questions, email me, Brad at FP of America. Um, would love to see, hear the stories. I'd love to hear how many shoeboxes your clubs uh, pack uh, because Operation Christmas Child wants to celebrate the win with us and go back and say, hey, First Priority is a great partner. And we'd love to be able to say that as well and just see where God takes this. Right. We don't know where it's going. We're making some plans, but we'll see where and who God brings into the picture. And in another 20 years, we'll get to see how God does cool stuff again by coincidence. Another Vanessa rising to the surface mm -hmm. and showing up on our podcast exactly that's right cool well thanks steve yep 
It's good conversation, good podcasts, good day to be alive. Friends, like, share, comment. Thank you for the five-star review and whatever your platform is, and we will see you next time. Till then. 